of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh from me, Jamil, once more. A very good morning and once more a very warm welcome to this morning's edition of Programs of Religion on a Friday. Sheikh Ahmad Sadiq will be my guest. We are still waiting for Sheikh to make his appearance. He will be doing so within the next few minutes. Now, you must remember that last week we spoke about human rights and Islam and the protection of religion. And this week we'll be focusing on human rights, Islam and protection of life. Very, very interesting uh, topic and certainly Sheikh is going to just elaborate on that for us and obviously taking it from a Quranic perspective. Just reminding us because many of us sometimes forget um, when we live in a so-called democratic country that uh, Islam has a special way of life for us and it can be interacted with in communities that live around us. And I need to say this having watched a lot of international TV coverage um, that uh, on what has been happening in other countries and where there is no cooperation between organizations and particularly when it comes to religion. So very, very topic, uh, topical issue that Sheikh will be focusing on. I also, you know, this morning I was reading in uh, the morning newspaper and it focused on Somewhere inside the newspaper, I picked up that the South African National Council for the Blind had bestowed on the Reverend Philip Bam in a man that I got to know through the voice of the Cape Radio. And uh, I think from my side, we've become firm friends. We stay in touch with each other. I remember last year, it was Christmas Eve, the night I was working. He was my guest and he came in and we gave him the opportunity to share his message with our Christian listenership. And the two of us had a liquid chat here. And then the premises out in Grassy Park, that's Lofob, League of the Friends of Bl- the League of Friends of the Blind. Um, it's a place that you can go and visit. It's big, it's sprawling. About two or three years ago, there was a um, TV coverage of it. And um, certainly if you then saw what was happening there, they even have residences for people from uh, rural areas that come there and they can stay over and then the kiddies you know children that are blind how they get taught there so uh, from the south african national council for the blind and i think i want to take all of us of the voice of the cape uh, with them in wishing the reverend in his retirement uh, well he hasn't retired but we wish him everything of the very best certainly a man that um, lives up to what he, he, he practices, what he preaches. He's still involved with um, Logra, that's the Lotus River, Ottery, Grassy Park, um, Ratepayers Association is also in charge there of the, uh, the CPF, the Community Policing Forum. And you'll remember Princess Flay, the big battle there. there. We've got a huge organization where most of the uh, civic organizations and that is affiliated to is also the chairman there. And they their fight to preserve the Princess Flay um, area there as it is and just to be for it to be upgraded. So to the Reverend Philip Bam, our very, very best wishes with you uh, to you. Well, joining me now, 
Sheikh Ahmed, the Sheikh Assalamu alaikum to you. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sorry for this delay. No, no, not at all. I really sympathize with the alims coming in on a Friday, especially if you're coming from the Athlone, Mitchell's Plain, those areas, making your way in the morning at this time. Um, peak hour traffic, uh, that's that's still not subsided, that's still out there. <laughs> yeah, they're working on the roads all over. Yeah, we're hoping that uh, it improves much better. Okay, so Sheikh Ahmad Siddiq, and I've said to our listeners that uh, Sheikh will be focusing on human rights, Islam, and protection of life, and the importance of it. Uh, I think it's a timeless reminder, Sheikh, with all the shenanigans going on now. <laughs> all right. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala shirafin mursaneen. Sayyidina wa nabiyina wa maulana Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Rabbana shrah lana sudurana wa yasir lana umurana wa faqina fi dini al-islam Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Yes indeed, um, I have been requested, like Peter Jamil is saying, to at least focus on human rights And I, while I was driving I heard Peter Jamil say, you know, it has been dealt with the topic Because this is Human Rights Month and um, certain of the aspects have been dealt with <clears throat> and today we are obviously going to look at human rights in a sense of um, the preservation of life um, so I'm not too sure whether in the past whether this was obviously covered um, because if you look at um, just get my breath back quickly. <laughs> I remember last week uh, uh, we covered um, uh, human rights, Islam, and the protection of the religion. This time uh, the focus would be on the protection of life. Of life, okay. Now, what I mean is, uh, I don't know if they have actually done it, but I think a reminder is good for a believer, even if you've heard it before. It's what is known as the uh, basic principles of uh, Islam, the essentials of life, uh, of the basic essentials of life. It's known as the Al-Kuliya to sit. Now, if you look at the Kuliya to sit, this is basically where the Sharia is actually speaking about, um, you know, the preservation of six things. And if you look at those preservations alone, and you look at how human rights play itself out nowadays, um, you will also find that government is now... <coughs> South African government uh, is utilizing now uh, the 21st of March and they've now converted it into a and zoomed into a focus on racism and translating the racism uh, into a human rights issue, right? Because that is what South Africa is now uh, experiencing in a, in, a, in, a, in a more open manner. <coughs> But that obviously racism is part of uh, what is human what human rights entail. Look at the sixth one, you know the six, where it is basically saying the first one is Hifdudin. That is the preservation of your deen. Then is it Hifdul uh, Haya, the, the preservation of life. Then it speaks about the preservation of the intellect. It then goes to the preservation of your wealth, right? Uh, sorry, before that, the preservation of your lineage. And then it goes to the preservation of, um, what did I say now, your, your intellect, okay. your, your, 
No, no. <laughs> I was saying, oh, I said you said mm. something. So the preservation of your intellect, and the last one is the preservation of your honor. Right. Now, if you look at all of this, you will find there is what this topic is all about today, a preservation of life. But if that, all those six, you will then see, if you look at rights, human rights, the rights in Islam, then you find all of these are the essential elements of what, the, what constitutes a person's life. Right? If a person doesn't have a belief, Right, then the person there's something wrong. Even if it say this is an atheist, right? Atheist technically defined as a person that doesn't believe in God. Mm. But it doesn't mean he doesn't believe or she doesn't believe. You see? So it is a type of a belief, but from Islamic side, we obviously say what that belief means is the belief in Allah. It's the belief in one God. Right? But the point I'm trying to make is that this is belief. The preservation of belief from an Islamic perspective. Yes, it's the belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's also this particular deen, this particular way of interacting with our creator and obviously interacting with our fellow human beings. And it goes beyond that, interacting with our environment, interacting with whatever is within this environment. In other words, interacting with the rest of the creation of our Creator. Right. Now that is how broad it is. So that is how we need to understand this Deen, the very first one. And the second one, immediately after that comes life. Right? Now if you look at life, what is then life? We refer it to the human being. We refer it, yes, that is the actual understanding of it. But now we need to unpack that when we look at this life, look at this fellow human being, we first have to look at our own selves as life. How do you treat yourself as a human being? Because the hadith says that your body as a right over you. It's a haq over you. Your mind has a haq over you. Whatever limb is in your body, what Allah has created. Because we are but custodians of, these, of this body that Allah has given us. So every single limb in our body has a right over us. Now therefore it is the interaction of how do we interact with this physical body, this life that Allah has given us, right? And how do we then uh, 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 take it forward in a sense of moving forward in life and then interacting with others? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also gives us the right when it comes to life, if you look at now the worldly things, and then Allah says, you must enjoy life. You must enjoy the worldly things, right? You must obviously have your fulfillment of this life that you have, this body that Allah has given you, right? But then there's, with everything, there are boundaries, 
there are limitations. And therefore we say, because of this, because we are Muslims and we live in a non-Muslim environment, and even if we had lived in a, in a Muslim environment, which is happening today because of the other influences that there are, uh, we find that there is obviously what we normally say, we live and we function within an Islamic ethos. Sheikh, could I ask you just to hold it on that note there? Our guest here is uh, Sheikh Ahmad Sadiq, a senior member of the Muslim Judicial Council. Back with you after this. Friday Nasikha on The Voice of the Cape. Welcome back once more to this morning's edition of... Uh, Programs of Religion on a Friday with me, Jamil, my guest here, or our guest here, a senior member of the Muslim Judicial Council. Certain all of you are familiar with the voice and the personality, Sheikh Ahmad Sadiq. <laughs> Sheikh, over to you. All right. Um, yes, uh, we have just established now uh, this proper understanding of, um, you know, if, if, if a Muslim refers to life. Um, it is always that we should not have this type of a selfish type of uh, outlook. Uh, it should be the appreciative type of an outlook that this is what Allah has given me and this is how Allah created me and I have to respect that. Now there's lots of obviously guidelines in the Quran, there's lots of guidelines in the hadith and also even in the if you look at the fiqh books, if you look at whatever uh, of the other, uh, you know, books that we um, take, obviously, our guidelines of life and so forth. Because if you look at the fiqh books, for instance, it's different eras. The Quran was obviously established, or Islam was established uh, in, the, in, the, in the 7th century. century. And we're sitting now today in the 21st century, century, and it's still relevant. Still relevant. So therefore, a Muslim should not have these... A blinker type of uh, outlook in life um, We need to understand That we are living with other people You can never be an island on your own And even if you are an island And you should remember On the island uh, There's obviously other things surrounding you Because those things surrounding you Is actually How much you would want to be this island How much you want to Just don't take note of anyone else around you but you need whatever is around you to survive. You understand? So therefore, for me it is, look at human rights. We have a reminder in this month now to say this is what it is. But at least let us bring this focus of who I am and let me appreciate myself first as being a human being, as being a creation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And let I appreciate in whatever manner, in whatever shape, Allah has put me in, you know, that is what I am and that is what Allah has ordained for me. And with this, this interaction that, yes, there's growth, this population has grown. I mean, if we sit today at 1.6 billion, uh, I, I normally say we are 2 billion already mm. uh, as Muslims uh, in this world. But the world has progressed to 7 billion population, you know, uh, uh, of this whole, uh, you know, of this particular uh, uh, earth. Um, now you find this is what, you know, it is. But as the Muslim, we have to, when you look at this life, this is the comprehensive nature of looking at it. Without 
you know, losing this particular focus. And I think what is happening today, we lose this focus, this connection with our Creator. And if you look at, uh, I'll just quote uh, one or two verses here. Um, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Ya ayyuhu nasuttaqu rabbakum alladhi khalaqakum min nafsin wahidah. Wa khalaqa minha zawjaha wa batha minhuma rijalan kathira wa nisa'a. Wattaqu Allah alladhi tasa'aluna bihi wal arham. Inna allaha kana alaykum raqiba. Now, this is the very first verse of Surah Nisa. Right? Now just go into it quickly because I want to establish this point of having, you know, looking at yourself as a person, appreciating yourself as a person. And then this verse is now going to tell us the following. Ya ayyuhan nas, O humankind, or O humanity. Right? Ittaqu Rabbakum. Get closer to your Lord. So automatically, it, Allah tells not the Muslim. Allah is telling the creation of Allah as human beings. Mankind. Mankind. Right? I always say humankind. I, I change this mankind <laughs> to humankind. And sometimes I say, oh, humanity. <laughs> but it is this spiritual, the very first instruction. Ittaqu Rabbakum. Connect the spiritual connection. That's the first. Right? It's a hadith. It says, Man arafa rabba faqad arafa nafsa. And sometimes they change it around. Man arafa nafsa faqad arafa rabba. He who knows his Lord knows himself. And you turn it around. He who knows himself knows his Lord. Right? But it's actually the encouragement of the spiritual connection. Whilst you are busy here, this is your life, this is the material world. And in order to have the success in your material world, you need to identify with the spiritual world. So as a Muslim, these two remain connected. And then Allah goes further, الَّذِي خَلَقَكُمْ مِن نَفْسٍ وَاحِدًا He, Allah, has created you from one soul. Nafsin wahida. One soul, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created you. Obviously the translation is, you come from Adam uh, and from uh, uh, Sayyidina Hawa alayhi um, So that is the, the, the further translation yes. from this. But the literal one here, we just take it, the word nafs. Yes. Mm. So in other words, we come from the same, uh, 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 same essence. I wouldn't say from the same genes, but from the same yes. essence. Right? Um, so you find there Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is now, furthermore, is speaking to the human beings. This is the relationship. So remember, I'm your creator. And I'm the creator for you to be here. And I'm also the creator of whatever you are living in and whatever you're doing. But remember, I've caused you to come from one another. And it goes further. وَخَلَقَ مِنْهَا زَوْجَهَا from this nafs, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah is telling us, we are coming from this, this nafs, right? وَخَلَقَ مِنْهَا زَوْجَهَا And I've created from it, you know, uh, 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 the, the, the opposite sex. 
right? Zawjaha, the opposite mm. sex. So in other words, um, why I say opposite sex? Because the, oh, the verse goes further and says, وَبَثَّ مِنْهُمَا رِجَالًا كَثِيرًا وَنِسَاءً And from the two of them, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created men and women. Right, so therefore the, 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 the actual translation, you know, Allah's created Nabi Adam yeah, and Sayyidina Hawa alayhim salam and from the two of them, procreation took place. And therefore we are where we are today, seven billion people. Allah did not create from Sayyidina Adam and Sayyidina Hawa, only Muslims. Therefore it's addressed, Ya ayyuhal nas. And this is how it evolved from that time up to now, and this will be the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala till the day of your muqiyamah. That we will have this procreation and people will die and things like that. But this is until the day of your muqiyamah. Beautiful of this, Allah then reminds us again, And then again, remember have taqwa in Allah. Literally translated, it's sometimes translated as fear Allah. Ittaqullah, they say fear Allah. I prefer saying it in this way, you know, the consciousness of Allah. So, uh, uh, get, you know, the, the spiritual link. It sounds better. It sounds better. <laughs> right? This, now remember Allah. Now look, this emphasis. The first emphasis was the nafs. Then, in other words, remember where you're coming from. Remember your, uh, you know, who your are your origin. parents? What, what is your origin? What is your asl? Mm-hmm. So they see fellow human beings. Right? Die pad van die verse Allah, dan moet nie vergiet van jou immediate family. En Allah gebruik die woord die arham, wat gekom is van jou hum, so that is your immediate family. Die hum van die ma, die rahim. Right, as we word rahma, you can have it by it, you know, in Hanadai. Then see Allah for once at the end of the verse, Inna Allah kana alaykum raqiba. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always watching us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. See, on that note, <laughs> very appropriate note, uh, we take a short break. Back with you after this. <laughs> Friday Nasikha on the Voice of the Cape. Welcome back once more to this morning's edition of Programs of Religion on a Friday. A couple of SMSs coming through and I've said we can't take calls, but certainly I can share your message with the Alim and the rest of the listenership. And one coming from 6945, Salam, Buddha, Jamil and Sheikh, Shukran for the message and the reminder. And uh, another one says, uh, Salam, Sheikh, this is such a powerful message by a good work drama, conviction and sincerity, and obviously by a good research. That fat rechtig goeie research aan my mens also. Okay, I'm going to leave it there, but shukran for the listeners. Okay, bye, shukran, bye, shukran, inshallah. Um, you know, um, but for me, I mean, a reminder is always good for the believer. And I, I think we, 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 we should uh, be in this particular phase, you know, of uh, let us sit and, you know, remind one another. Nowadays is amal qila qala, amal wa yusma fatiha, amal wa yusma di Qur'ani, and the hadithi, and the sharia, and the sharia, and the sharia, and the sharia, 
you know. But for me, it is we we must sit like this, you know, and and and, and look at the issues on the ground, and then we must be able to utilize our understanding of this deen. What really does Allah say? You know, how are we supposed to be within this framework that Allah has given us, the space that Allah has given us? You know, um, I'll just go to a, another last verse. And before I'm getting to the hadith, as, as because time always runs out on this radio, and I already started late, um, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and just in the same trend of life, and my emphasis obviously today to turn this life, instead of speaking, this is the rechte van die, and this is the rechte van die, um, is this, this, this relationship, so that also so leave with rech can do it. That also so interaction with rech it with makkah. And we will overcome a whole lot of things. Yeah, Allah says, Ya ayyuhan nasu inna khalaqnakum min dhakrin wa untha. Oh, you people again, says Allah, and this is in Surah Hujarat. Oh, people, inna khalaqnakum min dhakrin wa untha. I've created you from a male and a female. Waja'alnakum shu'uban wa qaba'ila lita'arafu. And we have created you. In nations, Allah says, Allah has created us into nations and tribes. In other words, there will be diversity. There will be different colors, different languages, different whatever it may be. So Allah says here, different nations. I don't know how many nations are there in the world, how many countries there are. I don't know how many tribes there are. Right? And you find within a tribe there's more tribes. Right? But Allah says, this is it. Now look how beautifully that ends off. Lita'arafu. Now that word, lita'arafu, is translated in many ways. Literally translated, taking from the word arafa, to know. So that you can know one another. So that you can become acquainted with one another. So that you can understand one another. So that you can interact with one another as human beings. So that you, you know, this is lita'arafu. If, if, if I must spend, I can maybe spend the next half an hour just analyzing this word as it is in this verse, lita'arafu. And lo and behold, how does it end? Inna akramakum indallahi atqakum. The most honored. Allah says here, indeed, inna, inna. Indeed, akramakum. The most honored of you, of these nations, of these tribes, and as you were interacting with one another, as you are respecting one another, as you're getting acquainted with one another, as you live with one another, the most indeed, the most honored amongst you is the one that has taqwa. The one that knows his Lord. The one that knows Man arafa rabba faqad arafa nafsa. He who would be able to identify that spiritual link with the, with the material link and the material link with the spiritual link and he's not an extremist about it. He can do the balance or she can do the, as the balance in this. Right? I'm just going to switch over now uh, to the hadith because this hadith is, is, is it's quite a long hadith but um, it is the hadith actually also telling us how we should live as Muslims but I say amongst us first and foremost and then mm. 
our fellow human beings? Or must I say first, let's look at this hadith and say, with our fellow human beings and then to us? Because also, also, so worse enemies at times. I don't like interrupting the alim, but when Sheikh says, but most importantly, you must know your Lord, which then means I'm the way I need to be careful now how I live with my fellow human beings around me. That's exactly. Allahu Akbar. Yeah. That's exactly. <laughs> no, well, no, dude. These are principles, right? Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam say. Now, who can they achieve? That is the question. How do I achieve this? The spiritual link, no, the spiritual link is my subconscious. Your material is what you feel for your gebeur, is gebeur hier, saam met jou. Right? Now, kijk die guidelines van Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. La tahasadu. Do not invade one another. This must to do with life. This to do with the rechte. Envy. Yeah. Envy one another. Don't okay. envy one another. Wala tanajashu. And do not inflate prices of one against the other. Al tu mag bisaget. No wat die summa no rai means as a bisaget. Nay man, he mag lekke. No gat die summa. Jou prijse, boe sy prijse maak, of jy maak het onder sy prijse. Dat jy sy bisaget kan kree, maar jy undercut vir hom nou. Undercut vir hom. Verstaan? Jy laat doen miskien die selwe bisaget. Maar Nabi Mohammed sal sê, Wala te na jashu, wala te bagadu, and do not hate one another. Wala tadabaru And do not turn away from one another As die ene na jou te kom Then at least Be there for the person Give him a hearing Or give her a hearing Nou die moet saam Even binnen ons Ja, hy is gebeur Maar is gebeur nie Man en vrou Kijk maar, luister maar Dat na die arguments En hoe dit nog gaan Wala jabi'a ba'adukum Ala bai'a ba'ad En moet jy nou nie gaan doen En undercut Your fellow this is the, the you know the the, the 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 some of the business principles they go about. Let me see your problem. Mm-hmm. But your one is undercutting, undermining the other, the other one. in order to get the business. Now what is no need no spiritual link with your material link. So the minute you go about with these things, the fakhitje van Allah. If you subscribe to these things and you are guilty of these things, then you obviously are distancing yourself slightly from Allah. Right? And some there's a quote look the from the ayah of the quote and the hadith of what you call, but we need justify this. Allah to justify. Is that no? But it's forget because you have to be able to ta'arafu. As you get acquainted, you must be able to know who you are. You must know your own, you know, uh, the, the basics, the foundations, in order to have respect for this life. Because that life is a right for you, it's a right for me, and a right for everyone else. So we need to respect it for each and every one. Then Nabi Muhammad <laughs> <Sallam> goes further. Ibadallah, <laughs> O slaves of Allah, Wakun, sorry, Wakunu Ibadallah, Ikhwan. Ikhwana. And oh you Slaves of Allah Be brothers to one another The ayah in Surah Hujarat Once again Innam al-mukminuna ikhwa That we are one universal brotherhood There's no boundaries There's no geographical boundaries If the one says in Alaska La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah And that one is a Muslim And I say here in, 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 in the South Pole 
La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah I'm a Muslim There's no boundaries We're Muslim There's no other thing We have to subscribe to these six principles We have to have this connection It stays the same Right? So therefore Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Kunu ibadallahi ikhwana Ibadallahi ikhwana Al-Muslimu akhul Muslim Then he, re- he confirms it again That the Muslim is the brother of another Muslim But in this brotherhood In this relationship that you have And I would include this sisterhood as well Right? In this brotherhood is also the sisterhood Now he says within this If you speak about brotherhood Then you have to have the following qualities La yadlimuhu It does not oppress him uh, he does not fail him He does not disappoint him He does not, you know, uh, shun him in other words uh, He does not belie him mm-hmm. sure. You know uh, And he does not hold him in contempt He does compassionate with him, you know At-taqwa At-taqwa ha-huna and the Rawi says, Yushiru ila sadrihi salatha marrat. And Nabi Muhammad sallallahu showed to his heart three times, At-taqwa ha-huna, At-taqwa ha-huna, At-taqwa ha-huna. The taqwa is this, this is the heart. The heart must be right. And then Nabi Muhammad sallallahu says, Bihazbi mri'in min ash-sharri ay yaqira akhahu al-Muslim. Says Nabi Muhammad sallallahu it is evil enough. For a man to hold his brother, his Muslim brother, in contempt. Yeah. Huh? Look at the words. Muslim. It is evil enough to hold your brother forever in contempt. Your Muslim, fellow Muslim brother or sister. I'm adding the word sister, but that the sister is mm. obviously included in here. We are sacred to one another. This life <laughs> is sacred. Right? And then Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Now what is haram? What is haram upon us? And he mentions the three. Damuhu, wa maluhu, wa irduhu. These are the three. Your blood so you cannot just shed the blood of someone else. Someone else. Mm. Right? He says mm. that is sacrosanct. That is holy. Life is holy. Life is sacred. Right? And then he says, Maluhu, his wealth. His wealth. Oh. <laughs> Say earnings. Mm. And how many times we find one another Fatma Ali's with the examples. No, as he uh, open examples, as he uh, uh, what's in them say the secret examples. But it comes to the real stories. I can make any industry fat, whether it's the hat industry, whether it is the uh, the business industry, what to call. This net of certain us as Muslims. What happens? Realities. No, us it must as principles when the real. But no, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam said for us net. Because man, your wealth. A sacred Say wealth of how wealth is sacred Right And then the honor Is sacred Right So those are the three things That is inviolable 
You cannot violate these things. So therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, if we then look the right of life, I've just touched the surface. But I hope I've given the necessary reminder, because I don't know how much time I have left um, to engage even further. But I hope that I've impressed upon at least that we look at the right of life, Ons weet, I mean, mm-hmm. ek denk baie soeke geding, ek gaan nou praat van doodmaak, en, en jy weet, die so recht, die tydien om my recht om die dood te maak hier, uh, ek het op die ander uh, keer, op, op, op nog een keer op radio gepraat ook, op die ander radio, um, toe praat ek nou van die rights of women in Islam, you know, so I gave a whole list of, kijk, die is nou basically die perspective, wat is hulle rechte, so I thought, okay, today I'm not going to do that one, mm-hmm. but at least, this, this life, and I hope I have impressed upon you, and I have impacted to at least get you refocused. Yeah. So, while Sheikh was talking, especially the last three, um, they are not very far-fetched. It's things that we experience and probably have done ourselves. And we're forgetting, and I think the reminder here is that um, those things are very, it's, it's, it's important in our deen, how we live with one another. In fact, when we come back from the break, I want Sheikh just to go over those three things again. Okay. Okay. Back with you after this. Friday Nasicha on the Voice of the Cape. Welcome back once more. It's the last couple of minutes of this morning's edition of Programs of Religion on a Friday, and certainly I need to compliment Sheikh Ahmad Sadiq because the topic that is raised here, it's a vast one, we can sit and talk about it for days on end, and I think what Sheikh has done for me in I'm talking for myself here realizing that I'm Muslim Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. and there are so many I won't call it restrictions but guidelines for, from me Quranic guidelines on how I should live with others around me Definitely. and especially how I need to interact with my brothers and sisters who are Muslim and I wanted Sheikh to those last three things that Sheikh meant. So one of them was um, the money of the money. Yeah, other people. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Inshallah, let me uh, um, focus on what Jamili is saying, the, the, the money, right? Because obviously the issue of damuhu, it's to do with blood. It's to do with shedding of the blood. But then it's even interpreted in another way. It comes to the family relations. It comes to beyond the family relations and it, it, it's also coming to that interaction. Mm-hmm. Then you look at Irduhu is the sheriff, right? In other words, your honor. Mm. Now, every one of us has your own honor and we need to respect the person for the person's honor and things like that. Coming to the one that Mr. Jamil actually wants to listen to, um, I'm no. not going to go into... No, I was talking about the three, but I could just remember money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to... Therefore, I say I'm not uh, going to elaborate uh. because time... You know, the beauty of Islam is this. Yeah, Nabi Muhammad says that your wealth is sacred. sacred. Right? So, in other words, your wealth and your fellow human beings is health. Now, this should be a principle for us. Like this blood... The, sh- the honor of what someone else that? that should be our values mm. Now how do you turn The value of money Because everyone can understand When it comes to blood When it comes to honor Right They can understand That's a value So therefore I'm not going to go Too much into it But now How do you understand then That uh, Wealth Is a value 
wealth, number one, is sacred. How do you understand that? Number two, um, how do you then identify uh, with it? Now, the beauty of Islam is as such, and I put uh, Jamil alluded to, the Quran is actually giving us, right? But I would say the Sharia because Sharia, Sharia. is obviously is fun- fundamental. It's the Quran mm-hmm. and the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu interpretation. Uh, yeah, no, it's life. It's, it's life. Life okay. itself, the hadith and so forth. So that is the two: the Sunnah mm-hmm. of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and uh, the Quran. Those are the primary sources of Sharia. Right, the others are obviously uh, secondary sources, um, but here it is. If you look at wealth, now what is wealth? It got to do with your earnings. You find guidelines in the Quran how you need to deal with that. You find when it comes to your earnings, the Quran is actually telling you also, or Sharia is telling you how to do business. They're giving you the business principles. How do you interact? We've heard now Nabi Muhammad said, Right? He says that you cannot inflate your prices or make it less or whatever. Then he says you don't undercut one another when it comes to business. So the deen... Then it is when you make contracts. Oh, yes. Financial contracts. You make business contracts. You, you, you interact. On those particular levels, the the dean is open with these things. The dean is laying down all those things. Then you know we have uh, uh, in government they call it the safety networks. Oh yes, mm. right. Now we have one beautiful you know uh, uh, safety network, and it is something that we all neglect on, or we all get very nervous when it comes to these things because it's got altered adrenaline or a fight because you can will say are you wait interpret. And here Islam comes about, this must not be ma and pa, and ek is he kind, of ek dan weer my kind, as ek weer die ma, of in die pa, right? Uh, the Quran is very clear. This is your inheritance. Yes. How it needs to be distributed. Oh, nog a topic. Right? <laughs> right, so you find, mm. uh, 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 this all got to do with wealth. Right? Wealth is also interpreted as property. How do you deal with one another's property? And there's so much, my beloved brother and sister. Wide field. It's such a wild field, you know, in a sense. But the Quran mm. is addressing this. Ons is by leve dag om te gaan sit in a klas. Ons dink nou ook die radio gaat alles doen. Ons gaat nou al die antwoorde kan gee, maar ek het hoeveel keer gerepeat, time is limited. Dit sal nooit justice kan doen nie. But for me, therefore, this is a reminder to get into... Go and read the books, or go and sit in classes, or sit in my tartif, and sit by the sheikh, or by the imam, or by the maulana, so it's a foot in it. Or sit in my practice. All of this Can I ask Sheikh something? Because while you were talking about, you know, um, your wealth and somebody else's wealth is sacred, I was visualizing here, we've got some very prominent Muslim business um, people, and the business is expanding Sometimes, you know, by <laughs> And while Sheikh was talking, I then visualized the responsibility on them becomes that much bigger. Right. Implementing what Sheikh was saying. But then I thought again, you read the newspapers, what happened in our communities. Muhammad has gefangen, he smokled with drugs. Now I'm thinking, okay, Muhammad smokled with drugs, he feeds his family, and as he can say, he feeds his kids. 
<laughs> no, what then? No, no, but, but, uh, but uh, Jamil, you know, I don't want to really make it in that uh, way, in the sense of, as your Muslim names, you know, it's all of a sudden. Because mm. sometimes they, they hype it up like this. This is majority in the country is Christians. Oh, yes. Now, if a Christian is doing it, do they say Islam? Mm. Islam has done this. But if a Muslim is guilty, I say, no, Islam. Then I hype it. Mm. Right? Um, so, so you find that we need to understand the sanctity, the sacredness, sorry, the sacredness or the sanctuary when it comes to when we are saying this is sacred, wealth is sacred. Okay? You could know that another aspect and that the whole, the, 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 the tangible, the more tangible one. It's very clear. Daitindran Madale. Next, Mark, I'll give the example. This tinran is a tinran. It's not a tinran. As you kick and the wealth, in terms of wealth, then as this tinran, depending how you utilize it, as this tinran is interest, that can generate a break. As this tinran, sadaka is a sadaka. As this tinran, zaka is a zaka. As this tinran, lilla is a lilla. As this tinran is, you know, whatever. You are now saying this is basically what it is. You understand? So even those categories has its own merits. Your sadaqah has its merits. The zakah has its merits. If you look only the bab of zakah, how you have to deal with zakah, it gives you the whole economic aspect. You look at this thing about interest. Dan Islamic finance. Then you can see who makes the businesses. There come issues in from Murabaha, Mudaraba, uh, 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 and so forth. You know, those particular different categories, Musharaka, uh, that you can do, what business you can do. There's even in the Islamic finance, how you do building. The FI said got to do with property also. Right? Um, how do you do, uh, you go about in doing these things? There's, there's Tijara. Right? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala encourages us to make trade. And also Muslims are so lackadaisical. Also is the bang on trade to mark. Also is the bang, because also all men sit out to survive of the let be pat to be pavement gestaan, and let for kopje goed it is, right? And let the sabr gaat. They've done these things. Right? But this is what Sharia is actually telling us. So that's the broader sense of um the Jamil, when it comes to the money, because you have to go into every field of it, but the answers are there. So, inshallah, um, I hope I've, like Let I said, this surface. <laughs> I hope it, this is, these are all surface mm. talks. Um, but it's for it, it's for us, my beloved brothers and sisters. You know, we uh, books are available, uh, classes are available, uh, the masajids are available. But we as Muslims, we don't make use, the proper use oh, of this. Uh. You understand now? It, it, sometimes we, 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 we go about, you know, okay, fine, the masjid is not there for zikr. The masjid is there for something else. But that's what we need to do. The is there. It's available. Now, because we've changed this attitude towards the mosque of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that I don't know what to do there. Ik moet niet gaan salade als fijn, klaar. Zolang ik nog, of als, als ik niet Juma moet gaan, is het correct. Als ik naar Barang moet gaan, dan zie je niet meer mm. voor mij. 
But I, I, I don't have this interaction where I can possibly get it there. You know, the Howard was very based on on his own means. And as a means, I let to deal with all the aspects because the Sharia cover this aspect of life. Who probier us as a Muslim? Because a Muslim is the one that's supposed to be, you know, I wouldn't say the best of creation, but we have the best recipes. And therefore, the Jamil, just to come back to your example, which I said, that's what I'll take up, wipe, up, whip. But as a main indication, that at least, that is it's good in Islam. As they will Islam so up show, to say, look, Jesus is it, because they have a good opinion, but now say, look, that is what the Muslims do. Right? Of that Muslim is now a merchant, that Muslim is a murderer, that Muslim is this and that, you know? But, because of our values and if we subscribe to these values then inshallah we will become the best of nations and Allah tells us you are the best of nations right so you are the best of nations in other words don't judge the Muslims on names of accused that appear in court or make the headlines in the newspapers for the wrong reasons. For the no. wrong reasons. Yeah, but, no, but, 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 no, but 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 no, the impressions that they give, as if they are not sondenaars, they are not sondenaars, they are not sondenaars, they are not Muslims. But that's what I begin, as we try to help ons moet mekaar interact met mekaar. Ons moet mekaar praat op een level, wat ons nie elke slag afpraat op mekaar nie. Of afbrik nie. Of afbrik nie. Ons moet mekaar kan praat en mekaar kan versterk. You know, in die manier, because the condescending attitude wat ons het, soms net om jy in een recht te bring, kan ook een beetje, het kan ook detrimental wees, en hy persoon vere van die diena wegtje. Wallah alam, so shukran bita Jamil for the opportunity for today, and shukran for the listener to have listened. I hope we all have benefited on this very, very blessed day, Jumu'a Mubarak, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the khair and the barakah of being Muslims, inshallah. I'm inviting everyone to kind of hold the opportunity, I'm inviting everyone for Sunday, inshallah, we have a qiraat al-Quran at the masjid, Kalkstein Fontaine Masjid and inshallah the program is from 11 o'clock till Zohar till 1 o'clock and Nakhlistar is sponsored the food so inshallah you can come to enjoy at least some iteras and that's this coming Sunday this coming Sunday from 11 till Zohar till Zohar yeah there will be a Qira program inshallah Kalkstein Fontaine Masjid Sheikh is Imam Shukran Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Well, we say shukran to Sheikh Ahmed Siddiq for the nasiha he shared with us, and we wish him a safe journey back to the mosque that he's going to. Shukran, Sheikh. Friday nasiha on the Voice of the Cape.